Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. But truth be told, we do face a number of challenges when it comes to aging, and our attitude and outlook underscore much of ensuring that our golden years remain truly golden. So that's why today's show promises to be incredibly helpful. Our guest, Sharon Price-John, has served as president and CEO of Build-A-Bear Workshops in 2013. Sharon was born in a small town in Tennessee that was far from the trappings of wealth and fame, yet she created a life of achievement and success, and all the while she had to face and overcome great odds as an executive in the competitive and highly charged world of New York City. But now Sharon's joining her, sharing her journey, her challenges, and her successes, as well as her philosophy on life through the power of personal stories in her just-released book, Stories and Heart. Her words are going to resonate with many of us boomers because we face our own difficulties, of course, growing older. And boy, I can't wait to get started and hear what she has to say. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you. It's a delightful to be here. Well, and I have to say, immediate congratulations on the book. We had a moment to speak before we went on air, and I gushed away because uh, it really meant a lot to me, and it's been getting wonderful reviews. Thank you. I'm just so thrilled, and, you know, we launched it officially yesterday, and I was beside myself. (laughs) We already had achieved an Amazon bestsellers medallion, so um, it really is uh, resonating. Well, and as you were writing it, you know, the, of course, yesterday had to be, like you say, incredibly exciting. But as you were writing it, it must have been kind of both cathartic and, you know, like a labor of love because you knew that your sharing your own stories were going to help other people. And I thought I, that must have been very heartwarming for you in, in the process. You know what? It was heartwarming, but it was also hard. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a private person, and, and some of these things um, – you know, I, I wasn't exactly comfortable sharing, but, you know, there comes a point in your life, um, and I'm, I'm sure some of the folks that are listening today, you know, realize that it almost becomes an obligation that if we're, if we have some insights or value or uh, that we can share, you know, we need to. And I think so many times we um, sort of uh, truncate the story to such the high points that, people that, that are listening to you or maybe wanting to hear more of the securities journey and we don't share it, don't realize that the downs happened as well as the ups. And that's really important to let people know. Absolutely. And I, I also I want to let our audience know uh, your book is published by Ford's and it will probably end up in the business section, but they in the back cover stress it's an unconventional business book because, and I want to say that because uh, retirees might not have been the target audience Forbes had for you, but it, this book really, it goes across the ages. And, you know, one of the things about being retired is that we do have more opportunities for self-determination in how we're going to lead our, the rest of our lives. So your stories really will resonate with those of us. Well, thank you. And I really wanted to pick some of those stories uh in the early portions of the book from childhood, you know, when one was about, you know, having set, how do you set big goals and how do you get on sort of a learning the habit, if you can call that, of success and 
of trying, setting the goal, trying, failing, trying again, and achieving, and then realizing that the failing piece is a part of the success piece, uh, and how that gets people frustrated, you know. But you've got to just embrace that, and 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 grounded that in this idea of climbing this big unwieldy tree, and and likening life to a tree versus a, a corporate ladder. Well, I'm in my 70s. I don't think I'll be doing too much unwieldy tree climbing these days, but the analogy is perfect. So why don't we start out, Sharon, by telling you telling us a little bit about the book and how you've organized each chapter because it's going that way really to especially benefit your readers. Yes, yeah, so as I mentioned, I do pick all of these stories um, that are snippets from my life, and they are in chronological order, but it's not meant to be an autobiography. It's really those stories are just a candid catalyst to me sharing some sort of deeper introspection or um, some tools that I identified or created that helped me move forward or get some traction to um, either shifting away from something that was negative or continuing the momentum on something that um, I thought was positive. And my goal is that it kind of assembles a, a blueprint to make some meaning in modern times and for us to, to keep evolving as people, recognizing that so much of what we do and, and how we think or whether we're choosing empowering or disempowering belief structures is associated with the stories that we're weaving around events that happen and the perceptions of those events. Um, and that's really up to us more sometimes than I think we want to admit. Absolutely. And, boy, you have a lot of wonderful thoughts. I know in each at the end of each chapter there's questions that we ask, the reader can ask ourselves. And uh, But I would like to just touch on a couple, if you don't mind, of the highlights that really, like I say, resonated with me. And Absolutely. one of them that you, that you bring out is the importance of how you finish a sentence that starts with I am. Yes. Uh, that could be one of the biggest changes and so easy to make for anyone um, we, I, 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 that, that is in a section of the book about, you know, recognizing if you're carrying around a whole lot of baggage filled with negative beliefs and negative self-talk and recognizing how damaging and dangerous that can be for us. And that lugging around all of that, those negative beliefs is just really not worthwhile. Um, but in the, the, it's not just these big negative constructs that may have haunted you sometimes all the way back to childhood that you need to set that bag down and walk away from, but it is these tiny little things that we say to ourselves all the time of, I am this, I am that. Even when you say, you do something silly and you go, oh, I'm so stupid, don't say that. You can say, that was so stupid, but that's a very different idea. That's about the issue, not you. Or I, I am, you know, I, even the I am sick um, is probably better to say I feel sick because that's about a moment in time, not a definition of who you are. Well, and I will say for my audience, and maybe speak more for myself, I am too old to be. Well, I just said I can't oh, climb trees. I, am. I could have. That was a bad one. <laughs> well, oh gosh, you're right. You know, now maybe not like a big beach tree like I talk about, <laughs> but you can go out there. You can pick a little bitty tree and you know get up on the first limb. You know, a pine tree. Wait, you know, limb way low to the ground. 
I think you could do that just for fun, just to prove you can. I think I will, and I'll say thank you, Sharon, when I get up to that first branch. Absolutely. I can climb a tree. (laughs) But really, I, you know, I I do think that is incredibly important, and I like the way you reframed it, you know, because we are talking to our unconscious, and we're also talking to those parts of ourselves that, you know, are going to think our life is good, that we feel good about ourselves, or that, you know, that we don't feel good about ourselves, and that really underscores so much. But I want to get to a couple others. Even at, you know, in, in our later life, making goals and actually writing them down is critical. Oh, the data is overwhelming on that particular point. Um, it, it, sometimes we don't even create the clarity around our goals until we force ourselves to write them down. They're just sort of these amorphous ideas that roll around in our heads. And until we really know what we're trying to achieve, it's super hard to achieve anything. So the, the process of writing them down is just forced clarity, right? And then there's a piece of it that to uh, truly visualize yourself achieving that goal. And that. Um, that kind of uh, helps you with the belief process, which is absolutely necessary as well. Um, and then beyond that, there's um, a, a section in the book where one of the worksheets is about creating traction. Uh, and sometimes it's just a matter of taking one step, even if it's simple, even if it doesn't make that much sense, toward the achievement of that goal and how much almost then not to get too, um, you know, woo-woo or anything, but almost sometimes the universe then picks up some of the slack and starts putting things in front of you because you were willing to lean in on this and take that first step. I tell a story about when I wanted to get a job in New York uh, back after I graduated from college, and I didn't know anyone there, and I didn't realize how hard that was going to be to break into the ad industry. But before I had one interview, I bought the ticket. Uh, to LaGuardia, and I figured that that just by doing that step, almost a step of faith, um, changed my odds because it put me in a situation where, you know, this was long enough ago where I wasn't going to get a refund on that flight, and that amount of money meant a lot to me that I had to now get those interviews. There was no going back, Um, and that's what created my traction. Oh, Sharon, I, I, I could go on with you forever. I, we are unfortunately running out of time. I just want to say uh, for those of you, you know, listeners picking up the book, how important values are and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's such a wonderful book. You've got a website for the book. I love the phrase uh, you used to describe it, actionable insights for changing your life. So where can our listeners go to find, out, find this website and get their own copy of this truly amazing book? Thank you. Yes, storiesandheart.com, and you can go to amazon.com uh, to get the book uh, either in Kindle or hardcover or, or any, a number of other um, online um, booksellers. Um, and also at storiesandheart.com, there's podcasts uh, and uh, blogs. And if you get the Kindle version, you can print out the, um, the exercises uh, from the website. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Sharon, like I said, I wish I could talk to you for a lot longer, but unfortunately we are out of time. But thank you so much for sharing your valuable information, your expertise, but most of all your passion and warmth. That made me feel awfully good to be able to interview you. Well, thank you. I'm just so happy that um, that you enjoyed the book, and I hope that uh, people have an opportunity 
to think about it in terms of um, unlocking their own personal power, uh, power to create a life they love no matter what age they are. And reframe some of those stories that are not serving us, too. Oh, yeah, get rid of those. No, and, get and rid shut of up that negative self-talk, too. Just shut them down. We don't need any of that. <laughs> no, and on that very high note, I will let you go, but I do urge all of you listeners out there, please check out Stories and Heart, the website and the book. It's going to give you a valuable roadmap for ensuring your own well-being and life satisfaction throughout your later years, and believe me, there's a lot we can do to make that happen. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.